Good morning, and welcome back. <laughs> You're so Sorry, I'm not this, you? Let me get hyped. We are everything with the girls, obviously, Grace and... Lydia! Lydia, I mean... I we are on just two... We're on just two different levels today, aren't we? Yeah, sorry. I was in a fine mood and then it took us literally 30 minutes to set this up because... To be oh, fair, though, I'm so... when doesn't it take 30 minutes to set up? I know, it's so annoying though. I don't know why it takes so long for us to fucking just set it up. Anyway, um, what was last week's episode? Lizzie Borden. So we've run out the of pre The absolute ones. cracker. Yeah, but we're pre-recording now. Because we're doing okay, two yeah, today, right? So, we hope you enjoyed last week. Yes, so last week was actually Lizzie Borden, which it actually was. Also, so. I should say, there were bits left in that were deliberately... Because I thought it was really funny, so... I wasn't... There were maybe a couple of parts where I was just being lazy, but the majority was because I thought it was, it was funny, so... I'm not getting worse at this editing malarkey, okay? I think I saw somewhere we had, like, 50 downloads... On what? Oh no, seventy six downloads last week. I'm that's, I'm quite proud of that. What did we? I know. Yeah. Well, we've had over a thousand now, and we did say when we get over a thousand downloads, we might do something else. But I don't think we're ready for that yet. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> that's too much growth. <laughs> do you know what? It's when I listen to like Red Handed, like I back and listen to the old Red Handed podcast, like back in 2017 when they first started. I'm like, even by like episode 15, they're like doing shout outs for their five star reviews and stuff and i think are we just shit yeah the only people that have reviewed me is sarah and my dad <laughs> do you know what i mean what are we doing wrong oh well for now we both have to keep our full-time jobs it is what it is i mean i think i'll always have to keep my full-time job just because of the extent of it but i will dedicate more time to this if it Probably, lose sleep but listen, don't worry I'm looking to just like be a full time podcaster, wake up at ten, we watch yeah, true crime documentaries, call it work. research, um, and yeah, just live live my best life. So if you want to help me, go review us on Apple Podcasts. And to be honest, I'm already us. technically a freelancer, so this would just be adding more to my load, and that's fine with me. Exactly. You're that just is living totally your I'm tired of working for the man. I already wake up at 10 o'clock and then watch true crime documentaries, calling it research, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Because we're going over to Denmark, and we've never been over to Denmark with one of our cases before, as far gotcha. as I know. No, but, I don't think so. Yeah, so we are going to be talking about the murder of a highly respected journalist in August 2017. And, side note, because it takes place in Denmark, there are going to be some Danish names. And I, w I did put in the script that we're bad at saying names, but really we know it. We all know it's me. I think so, it's more focus people focus it more on you because you somehow end up always doing the it. bits with all the names in it. That's true. That's very true. But this time I've like Googled to like how to say it like phonetically and things. So like <laughs> I put next to the word being like, I think this is what it says, but yeah. Okay. We'll just work, we'll go with it. So I apologize with my horrendous pronunciation of names and places. Um and that's all you're getting. Cause... I'm tired of apologizing. Yeah, okay? I'm not really an it apologetic person. It brings a little person. bit of spice. It brings a bit of spice to the podcast. Exactly. It keeps you on your toes, okay? You don't really know where you're going with it. 
Anyway, Kim Wall was an established freelance journalist who had travelled the world from her home in Sweden, and she'd not long moved with her boyfriend to Copenhagen, Denmark, which is the capital, if you don't know, capitals of places. That is the capital. Yeah. Nice bit of trivia. Yes. And we're pretty sure that the last thing on Kim's or her boyfriend's mind when she left to interview the subject of her next story would that she wouldn't be returning home that night. I mean, I, <laughs> I just, because I know what happens to her, I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. So she'd been chasing an interview with the Danish inventor Peter Madsen for several months and had little hesitation on taking him up on his invitation for a trip in his homemade submarine. I mean, there's nothing more Danish than that to me. Like, really? My sister lives in Denmark and stuff. You know more about Denmark than me. Yeah, my sister lives over there and I'm not going to bash it or anything, like, but the Danish have a little bit of spice to their personalities, let's put it that way. (laughs) They all think they're Vikings, okay, guys? I mean, mean, that's a good, that that is a good thing in some circumstances, like. From what I've seen, they are all Vikings, and that is coming from my extensive knowledge of the TV show Vikings, but. (laughs) Where not many people in that are Danish. (laughs) I'm sure um, Alex Anderson is Danish, isn't he? Yeah, but he's the only one, I think. I know, but he's the only one that's that I really matters. obsess that's over. All, yeah, yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I could make a homemade submarine, though. That sounds fucking cool. I could not think of anything worse than being what? trapped... One, being trapped in, under the sea anyway, but then in a homemade submarine. Are you fucking I, kidding me? I feel like I'm kind of weird. Kind of, I'm into, like, deep sea... No, ...and no. diving and, like all, like, all the deep sea films. I like watching them. No, get me away. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's kind of weird of me. I can't even really watch like Blue Planet and stuff like that. It just freaks me out. (laughs) (laughs) Back to it. (laughs) So Peter Madstone was a semi-celebrity in Denmark and it was not his submarine that Miss Wall was interested in, but his ambition to build a rocket and launch it into space. I'm sorry, Elon Musk. Who's this? <laughs> Did Elon Musk make a spaceship? No, but that's one of his things, isn't it? He wants to like. Wow, you are send... throwing all the trivia out here today. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I'd have been like, okay, Apollo thirteen or whatever the airplane. I would not have been like Elon Musk. No, but that's one of his things. He wants to be able to send passengers up to the moon and shit, like, and over to Mars. I'm pretty yeah. sure he started selling seats. <laughs> I just like. I don't care much about the moon. Yeah, that's another thing. I you would never get me out into into outer space. Nah, nah. Have you watched Gravity? Fuck that. Oh, it's one it's of my worst films ever. Out there. That, I don't care what anyone says. That is a horror film. Like that's I a do shit not care film. What its its general genre is? It is a horror film to me. Okay. Yes. Anyway, Peter Madsen is building a rocket into space. Cool. He is a crazy scientist. Okay. Uh huh. He's a crazy inventor. Let's put him that way. So it was at 7pm on the 10th of August 2017 when Kim boarded the UC3 Nautilus and in the final photos taken from a passenger ship some 90 minutes later she was smiling and looked fairly relaxed in the sub's conning tower which is like you know the top of the submarine it's got like that tube thing that you climb out of yeah so they were both standing at the top like and she's there wearing a life vest and things and yeah. Uh, I've seen the photo. She looks pretty happy. Like, yeah. She then texted her partner, 
Ole Stolby. Again, sorry if I butchered it, but I googled Mrs. That was impressive. You had the little roll on the tongue there and everything. <laughs> sorry. Thank, thanks, Charlotte, for teaching me how yeah. to say certain things. <laughs> Didn't realise you were bilingual. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, I could say hi and bye in Danish. <laughs> oh, it's literally... <laughs> no, it's literally hi and hi, hi. Hi, hi. I know how to swear in Danish as well. And I oh. tell you how to calm down. Well, that's about it. That's, that's mainly for my niece. <laughs> she has a tantrum. <laughs> Why are you swearing at your niece? Yeah. No, uh, no. Uh, telling her how to calm down, not swearing at her. Yeah, I swear I at the dogs. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this last text to her partner said, "I'm still alive, by the way." Dot dot dot. But I'm going down now. I love you. He brought coffee and cookies though. I mean. <laughs> So if she's put, I'm still alive, by the way, maybe her partner did have a bit of a, this is a bit of a I weird mean, thing. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't actually think someone's going to murder you, but you do think a bit like... No, but to be fair, we send those texts all the time, don't we? You're going down a submarine. Mm. That's weird. Imagine if I was like, yeah, I'm going on a first date with someone. I've never met him. I'm going on his submarine. I would that's definitely true. text you saying, I'm still alive. Yeah, that's true. But um, we do it all the time, don't we? Like, say we leave... And we're like, oh, I'll text you when I get mm. home. And like, oh, I'm alive, by the way. Or I'm not dead yet. Like, we do do it. But really, we probably shouldn't. Because... I mean, I really just send my location because I'll forget to text you that I'm home safe. And then you'll probably think I'm dead. That's true. That's true. I'm also a bit of a stalker. So I like to see people's roots. <laughs> so that was the last message that she sent from the vessel. And Ole repeated, repeatedly text back and raised the alarm just after midnight when she when he hadn't heard any response from her. Yeah. So that's five hours. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, him. around 2, 3 p.m. that he te- that he finally called the police. Okay. Um, because bef- before that, I think he was, like, calling around friends and stuff, seeing if they had heard from her. Okay. So a little bit about Kim... Kim Wall was a Swedish freelance journalist and she was born in Trelleborg. Trelleborg, yeah. Trelleborg, Sweden. After graduating from high school in Malmo, Kim received a bachelor's degree in international relations. Oh, same! <laughs> hey, Kimmy! <laughs> At the London School of Economics and a dual master's degree in journalism and international relations at Columbia University in New York City. Wow. Mm. Smart. That's, that's a good university. Good degree too. International relations. <laughs> Waste of my time. <laughs> See, she when you like when you're gonna talk about it now, but she really used that international relations. I mean, degree. of all the things I could have been, I could have been a freelance journalist who got in people's submarines. Yeah, yeah. And look at me. At the time of her death, she lived with her Danish boyfriend. Ole Stolby in Vershaloon. Kim wrote reports about a variety of topics for publications such as The Guardian, The New York Times, Vice, Slate and Time. In March 2016, she was awarded the Hansel Meath Prize for Best Digital Reportage for Exodus, a multimedia report on climate change and nuclear weapons testing in the Marshall Islands. Side note. Sorry. So this report is I don't know if you know where the Marshall Islands is. It's like between directly between um, Hawaii and Japan, and I think it was in the fifties that 
the US were testing nuclear nuclear weapons there. There were still people living there when they were testing these. And then they realized that like the amount of shit that they caused put like a concrete slab over all the radioactive material to like seal it in. But at some point this concrete is gonna give in and all that radioactive material is gonna seep into the sea. I think I do know about that. Actually. And just fuck shit up, yeah. So I'm like, in my highly anxious and depressive brain, I'm like, oh my god, any day now, any we're all gonna die. Sure. <laughs> all because they're fucking Americans. <laughs> There's also like a year, uh, like a lifespan, a half lifespan of this radioactive material of 25,000 years before it's even That's halfway mad, through its it? life. Yeah. But it lives for that long. Yeah. Humans are um, fucked up. I know, it's, it's mad. Um, Kim was a highly respected reporter at the height of her career and had previously reported from North Korea, the South Pacific, Uganda and Haiti. She was about to move to Beijing with her Danish partner and this was to be her final story before leaving. The 40-ton submarine that the inventor had built in 2008 was, after all, not far from Ole's flat in Refshaloon, a harbour area of the capital. Of all the situations Kim had been in, in order to get a story from an article, this should have been the easiest and least intimidating one, right? Right. I mean, she's literally been to North Korea. Exactly. Like, she's been to, like, the Marshall Islands, which is the middle of nowhere. Can you imagine what that journey would be like? Mm. Like, it's... So, let's get into what actually happened. Well, we don't know what actually happened, because, as we'll see, Peter's a bit of a wanker. I mean, you'd probably guess that anyway, because he's a murderer, but, yeah. <gasps> oh my god, spoiler alert! <laughs> We've already said murder like four times, okay? <laughs> so, on Thursday, the 10th of August, 2017, Kim and Ole were preparing to host a farewell party in Refshaloon prior to their planned move to Beijing on the 16th of August. Before the party, she received a text from Peter Madsen, inviting her to interview him aboard his miniature submarine, the UC-3 Nautilus. Kim agreed to join him on the submarine for two hours and boarded the Nautilus around 7 o'clock local time. After well, I think that's still a weird time. 7 o'clock. 7pm at night for two hours. Yeah, but it's in the summer, like, so it's still mm, really that's still sunny. still till nine. If they're both working and stuff until a certain time, and she's not really got a lot of time to get this interview in, and she's been, she's been after this interview for months, so you're going to take the chance while you can, aren't you? Like, especially in that industry, like, you got just got to do it. Mm. Like, I imagine there are reporters who do interviews at, like, 12 o'clock at night, because it's the only time that they can, like, get the interview in. So after losing contact with her and being unable to trace his partner's whereabouts, Ole called the police at 1.43am that night to report Kim missing. Although his sub was sighted by a merchant ship to the northwest of Orsund Bridge about midnight, it had no satellite tracking and authorities were unable to contact Peter Madsen until that the morning following. It was finally spotted from a lighthouse at 10.30am on the 11th of August. At 11am, a rescue helicopter radioed Madsen and then looked on as the submarine sank within 30 seconds. <laughs> Madsen was pulled to safety by four people out fishing and taken to the port of Dragor, where he was met by a group of reporters and described the final movements of the sub, blaming its sinking on the 
ballast tank, which I don't really know because I don't know submarines, but I don't think it's a good thing. Police would later say the sinking of the submarine was allegedly a consequence of a deliberate act. Like, these submarines are built not to sink. Yeah, that's the you whole point I mean? of a submarine. Yeah. Mm. And if they do go down, it's controlled. Like, yeah. So there was no sign of Kim. It took almost a fortnight for the journalist's deaths to be confirmed. So the divers, when the submarine was on the on the seabed, the divers went down and they couldn't they couldn't hear any knocking or anything like that through the windows. They couldn't see like they couldn't go into the submarine because the hatch was too small. And then obviously with all their equipment, they couldn't fit in. And then if they did get in, it wasn't guaranteed they'd come out again. Mm. Like anything could happen because it was only a small thing. Um, but if a submarine sinks there's you hope there's going to be like oxygen left so at least she'd be like banging to get out and stuff if she's alive in there like so that yeah. was their thing like and through the windows they couldn't see her like there was no there was no sign of her basically but how's he got out and she's not well this is what it's we're a bit doing. sus yeah so on august the 21st 2017 a cyclist found wall's torso washed up on a beach in the southwest of omega i think it's omega a post-mortem examination found 15 stab wounds, mostly in the groin. I mean, it's her torso, so what? Are her legs and her arms missing? Yeah, and her head. Oh, my God. Can you imagine fucking coming across something like it that? It gets worse. I know. I know. On the 6th of October, assisted by cadaver dogs, specifically trained to smell human remains through water, provided by the Swedish police, police drivers found two plastic bags in Cogue Bay, containing Will's head, legs, clothes and a knife. Six days later, a saw was found in the water. On the, fir- on the 21st and 29th of November, police divers found Will's arms in the bay. Police said that the remains in the bags had been weighed down with car pipes and metal pieces. Police probed possible links to other murder cases in Scandinavia, including the unsolved death of 22-year-old Kazuko Toyongnaga in 1986 in Copenhagen, but did not find connections to any of them. Madsen was arrested upon being rescued from Cove Bay after Nautilus foundered. It should be noted he was arrested on the charge of murder, not because the police had evidence of this, but from what I could find in Denmark, in order for someone to be taken to custody, they have to be arrested and charged with a crime. I actually, I've listened to a podcast on this before, and they said that in Denmark, you can be convicted of murder without having a body mm-hmm. yeah and it's not that's not the rule everywhere that's yeah. not the rule everywhere though but yeah no it's not so basically as soon as he was caught he was arrested before yeah. they even had the body yeah so so in order for, to even take him into in for questioning he has to be arrested and cautioned so obviously he gets arrested straight away and all these stories start mm-hmm Madsen initially stated that he had dropped Kim off on land, but he then later admitted to dumping her body at sea after she died in what he claimed was an accident on board Nautilus. So first he's dropped her off, now she's accidentally died and he's, what, chopped her up to save face? Who knows? To get rid of the body, yeah. yeah. He testified in the court hearing on the 5th of September that Wall had died after being struck on the head by the submarine's hatch cover. So he's trying to make it look like an accident, but yeah. But the fact, even just the fact that he keeps changing his story is showing that he's guilty. And I mean, way. if you like... accidentally died in a submarine, I would not then think to chop your body up. And no, not normal even person just... would want to chop another human being up. Not even to cho- just chop the body up to get rid of it. 
what's the purpose of stabbing it 15 times in the groin mm. you know what i mean like there's n- that's like a yeah. hateful act that's because you're angry at someone like i don't know it's just so i watched um i'll talk about it in a bit but there's a drama about it on bbc mm. and it follows the investigation from the police's point of view and a lot of the a lot of people came forward when Madsen was arrested saying oh we couldn't do it he's such a nice guy blah 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 all this and then a mistress came forward and was like oh he's really into BDSM and all this blah 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 and that's, mm. that's not to say everyone into BDSM is going to be a murderer <laughs> like but like if he likes like violent sort of sex and then he's tried to attack someone mm. then it's got out of hand like that sort of thing yeah at the trial, the prosecution said that police had found videos on Madsen's computer showing women being murdered and that witnesses had said that they'd seen Madsen watching videos of decapitation and practicing asphyxiation sex. Where the fuck do you get a video of a woman being murdered on the internet? I mean, fuck I know, is. obviously, there's worse stuff like that on, online, but, like, honestly, do you like, just Google it or what? But this is the thing, you know, like, the dark web. Like, yeah. uh, how are you finding that? How do you get on like, Yeah. I know. I just don't understand this. Like, I actually watched this. This is not relevant at all, really. But I watched this show on Channel 4, and it's called, like, um, Undercover something paedophiles, like Chasing Paedophiles. Oh, like Hunting Paedophiles. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. I haven't watched it yet, though. And I watched the first episode, and basically what the police do is they, they create, like, a character who's a paedophile... And then they go online to these websites and they're chatting to other paedophiles, yeah. trying to get evidence on them. And I'm like, how these websites are like, like Tumblr or yeah. like you, they're just online and they're talking about these things they want to do to kids. And it's like, I just don't understand. I don't understand. But it's it, mad, isn't it's it? Because like... you need physical evidence and you need someone to actually like agree to meet up with you and have sex with a child until you can convict them. Yeah, you can't convict them of talking about it. No, it's only like once they're convicted and then if all that stuff's then found on their computer and stuff. Yeah. And that's it's just crazy. But yeah. yeah. It's uh, crazy it's just... things are online. It is crazy. Um Prosecutor Jakob Bushjeps. <laughs> I mean my I my brother my brother in is called Jakob, so I know that's right. <laughs> the rest of it I don't. <laughs> told the court that no traces of Madsen's DNA had been found on the body of the Swedish journalist, but said traces of semen had been found on the underpants, which were secured from Peter Madsen after the arrest. So why has he got a knickers in his pocket? Like, maybe not in his pocket, but it should also, like, be noted that her body has been in a massive body of salt water, so it's not... Yeah. Just because they didn't find DNA traces doesn't mean that they weren't there. Mm. Like... And it's been in the water for months as well, like her body, yeah. So the whole, like the whole of her body, wasn't found until November. Like all the pieces. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Why did I think it was like a week? But yeah, still, yeah. Yeah, no, it was two weeks before they found her. I think you mean. I think it means they found semen in his pants. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm going to keep that bit in because it will make sense like if I take all yeah. that out. But anyway. But I still feel like that's still... 
you've still got sexual satisfaction from that then haven't yeah, you yeah so during the questioning he was like obviously questioned as to why he had the semen in his underpants and mm. he's denied ejaculating while he was with wall all right so you either had come in your pants pre seven o'clock and you're an absolute dirt and you're not a changing. filthy bastard yeah your underwear <laughs> or and you've like spent hours and hours with it in your underwear <laughs> Oh my god, or, how are we talking about this? Or, like, after she's murdered and decapitated and taken apart... You thought, I you know either, what I'll do, I'll have a wank. Yeah, or, like, the submarine's <laughs> going down and maybe you've just, like, you've you got really scared and you're just in your pants. <laughs> like, also, I just remember that your parents watched this, so I'm so sorry for saying jizz so many times. <laughs> I mean, it's true. What other logical, what other logical next step would exactly. there be after you decapitate someone other than to have a wang? Exactly. There is no. Like, <laughs> I'm just feeling really tense right now. Like, yeah. Just... Anyway, should we move on? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Lou, that was just a bit of too much of a segue. <laughs> so, a post mortem examination performed on Wall's head after it was found a month later found no signs of blunt trauma. Remember, he said that she died by the. Because this hatch. is the thing. This is the thing. Like, physical evidence, like semen and whatever, and, and bruises, they might, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but they'll disappear over time. Well, yeah, even the bruises, it might not mean that, be that they disappear, but because the flesh will become so swollen but if and she's, stuff and discoloured. if she's had yeah. blunt trauma to the head, if she's hit her head with a submarine hatch... Enough to kill her. Be? Yeah, enough, enough to, to kill, kill her, her yeah. as well. Your skull, that's not going to heal. Nope. You'd be able to see that. Exactly, yeah. Um, so obviously this didn't determine the cause of death and Madsen subsequently changed his story surprise surprise the guy, guy mm. can't just tell the truth so he admitted to dismembering Wall's body like who else is going to fucking do it Like, but then continued to deny intentionally killing her saying that she may have died after poisonous exhaust gases entered the submarine while he was on the deck what a coincidence like how convenient for you like this might be me being dumb as well but how are you on the deck when the submarine's under the water well it won't have been at that point so he, they were he's based... no i know yeah but in that photo they were together he might have then said like i'll go down i'll like i'll secure things up here what so what so she then dies and he thinks you know what i'm gonna do go underwater to chop you up yeah yeah so in this in this show and i realize it's a drama show but it's based on the actual investigation they've managed to find um recordings of when the submarine went down and then when it resurfaced again and it was going down for a good few hours at a time and then resurfacing for like an hour or two and then going down for a few hours at a time as well like Mm -hmm. So if there's poisonous gases, at one point, what point are you like, oh, I can't go down there, blah, blah, blah. Like, if there's poisonous gases and she's died down there, surely you can't then go down there to dismember her body. Mm. And it won't be when the submarine just sank, because again, you won't have made it back up in time. Like, Yeah. Like, your lies don't even hold up to logic. Yeah, so from the post-mortem that was carried out, on her torso it showed no signs of the exhaust gases in her lungs so this guy doesn't even like have you never seen a crime documentary yeah have you never watched csi like, come on sure it's 
it's to me it's common sense that if there are supposedly gases and everything it's gonna end up in your lungs it's like when Mm. people claim that someone's drowned all right so why is there no water in their lungs Mm. or in their stomach or anything like that like explain that (laughs) it's like so on the 16th of january 2018 madison was officially charged with murder now that they had the evidence they could officially charge him with murder He was also charged with indecent handling of a corpse and sexual assault. The prosecution accused him of having tortured Wall before killing her by cutting her throat or strangling her. Madsen's trial began on the 8th of March at the Copenhagen Courthouse. And on the 25th of April, he was convicted of all three charges and sentenced to life imprisonment. Madsen appealed his sentence and on the 26th of September... Oster Landstreet, High Court of Eastern Denmark, upheld the sentence. So, good on Denmark. In October 2020, don't get too excited, kids. <laughs> Madsen briefly escaped from his suburban jail in Copenhagen by taking a psychologist hostage. Of course. Just... He, escaped oh. by, he escaped by threatening an employee with what appeared to be a homemade explosive device before fleeing from... Hursted Vester Jail. Sorry, that was a really long word. This jail houses convicted felons as well as inmates with custody rulings in need of psychiatric assistance and observation. Inmates who are convicted of sexual crimes may be offered medical castration in Denmark. That's, like, not really relevant, but I just found that so bizarre. (laughs) That is bizarre. That's why I kept it in. And apparently it's um, offered in a in america so madsen tried to hide in a white van but officers surrounded the vehicle and dragged him out they then handcuffed him to a fence while waiting for a bomb disposal team for us to arrive yeah because he was wearing this vest you fucking stand there and think about what you've done (laughs) exactly but if you see these um if you see these photos of him he's literally against this fence with his hands behind his back there's like proper like black ops team guys on the ground pointing rifles at him and he just looks like he's at a teddy bear's picnic he's just sat there like you're right lads like he's so calm like it's so weird so obviously this escape didn't last and madsen was taken back to custody According to the head of the prison, nobody was physically hurt during the escape but she did add that the incident had traumatized her employees yeah, I don't Fucking think this happens a lot. I'm sure. <laughs> I know, but I don't think this happens a lot in Danish prisons. Maybe it does, but it's not very reported. No, I mean that doesn't happen a lot anywhere. I yeah, can imagine, but yeah. So when it does, you didn't you're get like, very far. Oh. Yeah. So after her death, Wall's family and friends started the Kim Wall Memorial Fund, aiming to fund female reporters to cover stories of subcultural value. A memorial run was organised in which people around the world were allowed to run or walk a distance in her memory and took place on the 10th of August 2018, the anniversary of her murder. In October 2017, Wall was posthumously nominated for the Prix Europa's Outstanding Achievement Award for Journalist of the Year. On the 9th of November 2018, Wall's parents published a book in her memory titled The Book of Kim Wall, When Words End. That's the English translation. I don't know what the Danish one is like. Yeah. The Investigation is a Danish language television dramatization created by Tobias Lindholm, who was on Mindhunter, the Netflix thing. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah. 
which follows the criminal investigation of the case. The six-part series premiered in Denmark on the 28th of September 2020 and is now available on BBC iPlayer. BBC, sponsor us, lads. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've watched it. It's really good. Like You have to focus on it, obviously, because it's subtitled. But, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I watched it within a day. Because <laughs> I didn't have much else to do. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Yeah, that's it. So there you have it. Yeah, That's the murder of Kim Wool. Another murderer who's an absolute tosser till the end. Yeah, it's fucking horrible, isn't it, when you just... They keep lying about it. Yeah, like... You have all this evidence against you. You've clearly done it. Just fucking own up to it. Like, yeah. Stop causing even more havoc. But, yeah. I'm pre- it's going to be a short one again. Are we okay with short ones? That? Yeah. To be fair, we've um, got Jamie Bolger coming up, and I feel like that's going to be a very long one. Yeah, that is. That took me like three days to research. Yeah. That's kind of intimidating me a little bit to do that one. It's The research is good, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did make sure you leave us a comment on our Instagram and let us know of any other cases you'd like us to cover Um, yeah our Instagram is everything with the girls pods obviously you can find us on Spotify or Apple I mean you'd know that because you're listening to us (laughs) so post about us on Instagram send us to your friends if everyone gets at least one other person to listen We'll have then a lot. <laughs> we'll have doubled. Yeah. Quick maths. Yeah. So yeah, that's that, and we will see you next week for another true crime murder mystery. See you later. Bye. Bye.